Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team, hosted by Dr. Ralph Goffrey and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps couples build a kingdom relationship. As stated in Mark 10, 8 through 9, and the two shall become one flesh, so then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. So now, sit back and hear today's discussion. Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team radio program hosted by Dr. Ralph Godfrey Jr. and First Lady Lenora Godfrey of New Life Temple Church. Hello. Hello. And I am your facilitator, Oris Ridley, and we just want to thank you guys for joining us today. And uh, we hope you're getting something out of this radio program because even though we are facilitating and hosting, we get stuff out of it all the time, wouldn't you say, Sister Lenora? Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it gives me a whole other perspective. You know, when you talk about something mm-hmm. versus reading it or hearing it, but you're talking yourself. Right. You learn from your own words. Uh-huh. And the nuggets that's being dropped yes. throughout, um, it's just pretty awesome. Um, just even going back and listening, you'll be like, uh, did I say that? Right, right. Right. And the nice thing is, is on this show, we've had a lot of guests. Mm-hmm. Our guests bring a different perspective, right. um, makes conversation very enlightening. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, personal experience sometimes. Yeah, it's been it's been a ride. We we've enjoyed um, being together. Uh, if you if you're listening, if you have been listening, our previous show, we talked about children in marriage and we talked about we talked about bringing children in in the conversation in the beginning of marriage so what we're talking about what we're talking about today is what happens when one person in a marriage okay so let's use this as an example before marriage okay before marriage, you're dating, y'all having a good time, y'all having coming. You know when you date, you talk about everything under the sun. Right. Um, and then we're not even at the the engaged status yet. You're just, you know, having them two and three o'clock in the morning conversations. And you're talking about everything under the sun. This never comes up. I don't want kids. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I don't want kids. That don't come up in a conversation. No, no. And you know what? That's that's the thing is I think sometimes you're in a fairy tale in La La Land and you don't think of those very important questions mm-hmm. to have conversation about. Mm-hmm. And they're hard because sometimes you don't want to hear the answer. Yeah. Because, oh, this is my boo. This is my Prince Charming. And he going to captivate me she gonna swoop me off my feet and, and sometimes when it gets to those really deep um rooted conversations that will bring out the should we do this or should mm-hmm. we not answer you don't want to go there but no. it's it's imperative but don't you think when you are in your 20s and 30s you may not necessarily be thinking 
about kids to that degree. Absolutely, right. It's not until you start realizing that your time clock is running out that you start thinking, hey, you know, I, I, I think I, I need to go ahead and get serious about this. Yeah, but you know when, and, and you're so absolutely right, um, but when you talk about marriage, that's when the, you know, although you may be 20 mm-hmm. and you're young and you have 15 plus years, years even more than that yeah. nowadays, yeah. you may not, that may not be a subject, but those are things when you talk about marriage that need to be mm-hmm. discussed because eventually it becomes very important for you and for him to be on the same page. Okay, so say the conversation went something <clears throat> like this. Um, I don't know if I want kids or not, but we continue to date, and then we get serious, and then now we can't remember any of that conversation. <laughs> right, because I'm in love. Because right I'm in love now. Right. And we going through this counseling, we ain't thinking about that previous conversation, that, that little, I don't know if I want kids or not. Right. Then you get married. And then they say, I don't want oh, no I kids. I don't want kids. What? I told you that. Pastor? <laughs> no comment. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's, again, a conversation that, again, you have to have prior to marriage, of course. <laughs> but uh, to take it seriously, um, both parties have to make sure they go over those answers or or understand what they're getting into are you saying you can fall in love and forget all those (laughs) questions or feel like you're in love right uh but then like i said depending on your dynamics especially your financial dynamics your uh your work dynamics you know different issues in that marriage prior to um i mean prior to having children if, if a lot of things are not worked out before those children are introduced to the marriage, there can be a lot of, of problems that come along that you that you both uh, were not prepared for. Um, right. First, having them. If you, were, you weren't prepared to have them, that becomes one of the chief issues. Uh, because, again, we're, we're talking from a financial place, if, especially when the couples get married when they're young, because, yeah. again, they're foolish and not thinking and all of a sudden you know we didn't think about the economic because most people when they get married they don't think about their economic status you know and so uh they're thinking we're just in love and they forget the the sexual part that comes into play that might introduce children and then when it's happened when it does happen uh again we see a whole new issue of of problems Mm -hmm. that a couple was never prepared for and they never discussed uh, in seriousness prior to marriage so yeah you may have one who's fine with it but the other one may not be okay so say that that serious conversation comes into play before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you think that's a all bets off that's a no it's something to consider right because you know you can't go in also saying "Mm, i'm just gonna gonna change change that because that might not be the case Mm -hmm. and that's something to consider because if i truly truly want children and i desire a 10 (laughs) and and he's saying (laughs) no uh 
yeah, no, I'm not interested in any. That that's for consideration. Well, you know, I can use myself as an example. I don't honestly remember the. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I don't want no kids. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe the blinders was maybe I had stuff on my ears. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe I was being foolish. But after the marriage, it was, um, no, I don't want any kids. So in my mind, did I say, oh, I'm going to change them? I didn't. Right. I didn't. Right. And I think I think I fooled myself thinking I was going to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And just was okay with it. But God knew I wasn't okay with it. Right. And I didn't do anything. You as my witness. Yeah. I didn't do anything. God did that whole thing. Absolutely. Whole thing. But anyway, so that's just one situation. And I know you don't go in saying, okay, Lord, you know what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you, you know don't what? go in right. with that. But God knows your heart's desire. Right. Although, you know, yeah, was it, okay, now I know we're going to work, you know, we'll just trudge forward. Mm-hmm. Were you all right with it in your heart to heart? Probably not. Right. But then God worked that thing yeah. out. And then his heart softened. Yep. Sure did. And when he held little Hannah mm-hmm. in his hand in that little stocking, mm-hmm. I mean. That was all she wrote. Little pinkies were, right. yeah, she had him wrapped. But, you know, I actually <clears throat> have heard and been down at the courthouse and saw this happen. <laughs> Whoa. Where um, a couple divorced because she wanted kids and he didn't. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. No, some people take it that's that's serious, you know. Uh, Because, again, I think if we went into this marriage and we talked, and I'm saying into this relationship or the marital portion of this, and we already talked about where I stand with children and where you stand with children, and then all of a sudden you change and flip the script, yeah, that could that could be a deal breaker, especially after the fact. If that person was really adamant, for whatever reasons, for not wanting to to have children, now it's easy for us to sit back and be like, "Well, that's just stupid," or uh, you know, "That's a person being selfish," or whatever the case may be. But I think in the discussion of things, if we discussed that, you heard where I stood. And yet you choose to, to manipulate the situation, um, then there there can be ramifications. Let's talk about that manipulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's real. <laughs> In many respects. Well, manipulation <laughs> is is a form of witchcraft that people, you know, don't realize that they, they get in involve themselves in. Um, which is a, a dangerous territory to find yourself yeah. because you're trying to uh, again control a situation that is not yours to control. Right. Uh, and so when you, you cross those boundaries of manipulation, you're opening up a whole new can of, of issues that don't have to be there. And this is not just talking about children. This is from any p- part of a marriage any any person who really begins to t- attempt to manipulate uh, the situation, a situation in their relationship, uh, the, the challenges of manipulation, again, can be very harmful and hurtful to any relationship because every relationship should 
uh, operate with integrity, with honesty, and with truth. And when you manipulate, you have to use deception. You have to use lies, and you have to use uh, what's the deception and lies. And I'll say, uh, uh, well, manipulation to right, to, right. to 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 control. And that's the other word I'm looking for: control. control to attempt to get your way. Right, and listen to this, because this is exactly what you said. This is right out of the book. Manipulation in marriage. Anyone in a marriage who attempts to manipulate a spouse in order to gain the upper hand, win an argument or decision even to get their own way, must know that this behavior is delving into the area of witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft seeks to influence or control another through the act of manipulation. According to this article that we had read while writing the book, The Seeking of Control by Derek Prince, he states, one purpose common to all forms of witchcraft is control. He also believes that people who habitually use manipulation or intimidation to control others open themselves to the bondage and influence of a demon of witchcraft. The spirits within witchcraft used in manipulation breed conflict because it fights against the unity invoked by the blessings God granted to empower marriage. And that's in Genesis 2. We were deep. not and created to be self-serving. <laughs> <laughs> we were not created to be self-serving, but rather to serve one another. Our attempt to please self rather than our spouse will usually birth conflict in the home. Ooh, that is deep. That's deep. That is very deep. I mean, and if you have that going on, definitely you got major issues going on and don't need to bring kids in there. Oh, no. Well, you don't because then you begin to teach your children, children to manipulate. Children, how to manipulate. Right. <laughs> and you know what? Let, let me, let me just talk about this. Yeah. So what does, sometimes people say, well, what manipulation? What, what is that? It's intimidation. It's emotional abuse, isolation, minimizing, denying, and blaming, using children so they can be pawns to be used, using gender privilege, using economic abuse, or using coercion and threats. Those are all major forms of manipulation. Yeah, yeah. That's huge. It's, it's huge. It's yeah. it's a lot more than what you know, and 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 I think sometimes when people do it, they don't even realize they don't. They well, are because they probably grew up with manipulators, <clears throat> right? True, right? <laughs> because people that manipulate got Trained. it from somewhere. Right. True. They were trained. They were trained. <laughs> yeah. And usually it's from their I don't say from their mothers, however. Oh <laughs> well, well I, I'll I mean, say mostly well, men manipulate through I think through intimidation in most yeah. cases. Oh yeah. Uh, women uh manipulate through uh we'll say through um through cunning or coercion. Actions, right. Uh and so it's it's both both are the same it's oh, just absolutely. different methods and how they are approached mm-hmm. um, men can be a certain way in in manipulating because again the, the bottom line is not the method more so than what is the, the, the goal the goal is is uh, control. control right right and so <laughs> it's it's controlling this situation controlling my spouse Controlling our finances, controlling again whether we have children or not. Right. So anytime, anything is uh, 
I'll say, approached in a marriage and manipulation is part of it. Again, it's opening up a whole different can of worms that you really don't want to go down. You know, because at the end, it's going to bite somebody. Somebody will be hurt from that. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, then you got another whole can of worms you're opening up at that point. Yeah. Right. And you, you, you probably need some counseling. You probably need you probably need to um, talk to somebody because um, that's not going to end well. No, no, it's not. It usually doesn't. Um, we we uh, talk about I think in the book how uh, the Jezebel spirit becomes a uh, she's like the uh, uh, the the poster child for, for, for manipulation. <laughs> yeah, and um, you you really uh, get a lot of that. I, I've seen people who in their marriages or even in church and and all try to use the prophetic gift as and it's a manipulative spirit they they realize they're using yeah. because they are attempting to speak into people's life. Uh, through that spirit and it's, it's destroying people uh, rather than encouraging people because you're trying to control people, you know, and, and make people think that you're something you're not through the art of manip- for the spirit or say manipulation. And so many times you're, again, operating outside of the, the kingdom parameters because you've decided to use manipulation of the spirit of manipulation versus the spirit of God to help bring about uh, truth in different other uh, circumstances in, 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 in these issues or problems or even in our marriage. Right. So, so manipulation didn't just show up during the conversation of the kids. You already knew manipulation was there before. When did you say, say, say one more time now. You would probably already know that you're dealing with a manipulator before the conversation comes up. Oh, maybe not though. Depending on how much how long you've been in a relationship. Uh some some people are not aware that a person is a manipulator until the marriage ensues, you know? And so which again becomes another problem because you were not aware. Right. You know. Right. Well, uh, because a manipulator can keep it I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not just, a manipulator can keep that hidden for quite some time. Right, right. But again, you know, a, a lot of times when we um we say how important it is to have constant communication and and also be in different, I was thinking of this as we were talking, be in different situations, mm-hmm. you know, going out with different friends, seeing who the people hang around. I mean, these things make things come to light, different situations you're in as you're dating, people that you go around, um, going to dating counseling, all of that is up to, you know, bring out these things so that we can see, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that spirit of manipulation may surface. Sometimes it may not, but I mean, you know. But Jules, I think even when you hang with a person, especially if the root is a, a parental root of manipulating mm, right. you somehow. you have to get around the family you <laughs> yeah. have to get around people you have to like Lenore saying see that particular potential mate in different, different. scenarios right. because you have to be able to say huh I, 
I never noticed that because if you see that mama, daddy, somebody is a manipulator or abuser or intimidator, trust me, that may is a good percentage that is going to show up in, in that person you're dating. You know, unless they have been drenched in the blood of Jesus, <laughs> right. washed by the lamb, yeah. then you, you may have a little hope. But if not, I'm telling you, you better run for the because you about to go for a ride you so, know so how do you deal with that in a marriage what manipulation mm-hmm. oh jesus i don't even have a clue <laughs> Look, <you've> never... <laughs> <laughs> well i say that because i've never i mean lenore and i never operate in that type of uh what i don't say but our marriage is not based right. on that not putting anybody's business out there at all mm-hmm. but surely in your counseling of people Whew. that has been a, a conversation right. right well i mean and you know what and i'm just gonna give a just a quick example i was thinking of this when we were talking and you know when we first got married i had credit cards he had credit cards i ran up debt <laughs> he, he probably didn't run up debt and so, you know, when we would go to do things, there wouldn't be any money in the account because I was busy trying to take care of some things. And so he would confront me and I would get, you know, the teary-eyed, whiny, cryy type thing. And that was a, somewhat of a spirit of manipulation. No, yes, oh, that yeah. was a spirit that was a of spirit. manipulation. That was because and that's somewhat. how I handled it. I didn't let it bother me. <laughs> somewhat of a spirit of manipulation. <laughs> Because he'd leave me alone when I start crying. <laughs> and I wouldn't have to answer to where is all of our money for the things we needed to take care of. So, I mean, you know, it, it, and, and I'll just read a little excerpt from my book again, too. I'm talking about confronting manipulation. So you asked, you know, how, how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. Exposure of the behavior is essential. Polite and loving confrontation is the only way to combat manipulation. If this behavior is seen in the marriage, it must be confronted with the intentions of keeping unity, harmony, and honesty at the forefront of the marriage covenant. And thus why we are still together today. <laughs> because it was dealt with politely and in a loving <laughs> And way. lovingly, right. So, you know, I, now that you mentioned, I forgot all about that. Yeah, you remember? <laughs> well, it's a long, it's been a long time. Ago. Oh, yeah. That was, so I was that about was to say, we never 40, had that. That was 40 in, years in ago. Army, but I'm like, married. wait a minute, you're right. Look, we did. That was 40 years ago. We've only been married 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You're right. I, I do remember that. Yeah. So, and, but and I it mean, was a and, and we had to, it was a problem, but we had to, uh, we had to confront it, address it, and deal with it. Mm-hmm. And was it immediate, you know, Change? No, it was over time. So it was a behavior that had. It was a. It was a behavior. Well, ask her now. Does she does still have credit cards? <laughs> it's, it's a, it was a behavior that had to be broken. You know what? With. Well, let's just say this: it's a behavior that's still been working on, because she still have a credit card. I'd be like, what? Where you get that credit card from? No. And I'd be hearing different stories Nora, like, where you get that? Where's I your have call, been. The <laughs> one I do. I have been. <laughs> Through Dave Ramsey's class, <laughs> Sharon Arrington can can say, and I know now I that use been... credit cards to build credit. <laughs> that Dave Ramsey wouldn't say that, but anyway, it works for me. Well, for real, that's what they say he's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. It's not abuse, but no. to build. Right. But yeah, um, 
Okay, so in loving in a loving way, it needs Correct. to be confronted. Correct. Um, <clears throat> and once again, you know, a loving way is communicating and being able to sit down and have that conversation. So what happens when the great communicator is not able to communicate? What do you do with that? You're stuck, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> really, you're stuck. When a person can't communicate, those are you're just going to have yeah. issues, uh, because again, there there is no such thing as a strong silent type. Although that's what men have promoted to mm-hmm. be to to behave, it's not a true, um, it's not a true nature that man should adapt to. But again, you you have to be able to talk and. Uh, it's it's the scripture really uh, points men to become like Christ, and so we have to understand that one of the the things that Christ desires, or I'll say promotes in the church, is conversation. That's why we he talks about pray continuously. All you know, pray always, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because the idea is. Communicate with me. Keep communicating with me. Right. And that's the way that he, I think men have to be in our marriages, continued communication, um, regardless to the fact that we may not like talking and we don't want to hear all this and hear all that, but you have to persevere. It is necessary because we, we have to get on the same page of understanding, especially if we're trying to accomplish something. And if one of us don't just like in the Garden of Eden if one of us don't understand the vision Mm -hmm. you see where it can lead right Mm -hmm. well and I know this is this is still on in that section of manipulation but I thought this was really really neat we're talking about the communication miscommunication is when a spouse fails to communicate either accurately or effectively yet expect results (laughs) right it ain't work that way what how do you expect something to change if you ain't talking about it? Well, osmosis. <laughs> right. Well, again, we go back to miscommunication. Uh, it's it's a thing that we fail sometimes as men to understand uh, the importance of making sure understanding is clear. Uh, again, we go back to scripture where it talks about and all thy getting get understanding. And so we have to make sure that people we, uh, our wives, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of people because it's through the phone keep ringing. Our, our wives that we're dealing with have a, a clear understanding of what we're putting down and what we're saying. And, and, and vice versa, there has to be clarity on her part when she's speaking to him that, again, he understands what's, what's being said because that's how we run into mis communication is not always the communicator sometimes it's the, the reciprocator uh, and so uh, we, we have to understand in both instances what am I saying do you understand and 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 make sure that clarity is is there right and again communication is two people uh, requires two people not and, just one sitting listening well no. and somebody talking to them at them. It requires response yeah. and call. Yes. There you go. Call and response. Call and response. That's what it was, wasn't it? That's it. That's good. Okay, guys. Well, 
We hope you've learned something and been enlightened today um, about um, what we've talked about. <laughs> and if you want to know more information about this ministry, you can visit them at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. Um, and soon we'll have more books. They're going to add more chapters, more <laughs> sections. And, um, We're talking we want, about it. Yeah, it, it's going to happen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team. If you would like to hear more, you can listen to us anytime on our various podcast stations, which include Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pod, and Radio Public Podcast. We also would like to invite you to enroll in our awesome Bible College. For more information, go to www.nltbiblecollege.org. Again, that's www.nltbiblecollege.org. For more information on our book, camps, and retreats, you can go to www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. Again, you can find us on www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. Thank you for listening today.